0: Okay, were looking
1: around. This is the 77 WABC Minicast.
2: Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. And a little bit of news of the week in review. We've got Charlie Hurt, Washington Times opinion editor and Fox News contributor. We've got John Carney, economics editor of Breitbart News and co-author of the Breitbart Business Digest. Welcome back to both of you. Good morning, Larry. Good morning, kids. Uh... John Carney, under the Trump administration, gasoline engines will be allowed and sex changes for children will be banned. And, John, if that weren't enough, as you pointed out on the front page of Breitbart today, Trump bought me ice cream. Biden gave me six (laughs) dollar gas. (laughs) John Carney i don't know trump 10 rest of the field zero <laughs>
1: what's your yeah. take look trump really gets the idea that huh? um that biden's presidency is imperiled by the fact that cost of that people are experiencing a cost of living crisis he hits that you know right away and you And he you know, in his speech in Michigan last week, he did a or this week, I guess they did a great job bringing that home. And I really think this line that brought both sort of the economic crisis of our time, which is, you know, this Green New Deal nonsense that is making things more expensive for everyone and the cultural crisis of our time together. in Just one sentence. You'll be able to drive a gas powered car and we won't be doing sex changes on children. Right. That's so great. He brought it right together, and you know, in two hours of debate, the rest of the Republican field weren't able to put something that coherent together. I know, I, and <laughs> I
2: wanted to see him. You know, Reagan Library. I wanted to see. Let's smash big government socialism. You now, what? What? Let's lower taxes across the board. Let's restore free market capitalism. I mean, none of that stuff was out there. And you're right; they didn't really. I mean, the affordability issue whether it's mortgage rates uh, or automobile loans or whatever. Uh, Typical families can't buy a home anymore. I mean, you you could hear little snippets of it, but nobody really made the sale. And Charlie Hurt, um, the morning consult poll, an eight-point swing uh, for Trump after the debate. Trump went from 58 to 63, and DeSantis went from 15 to 12. What does that tell you, Charlie Hurt?
0: I think that that debate, I said, I, I, and, you know, a lot of people are complaining about it, but I thought it was a very clarifying debate in a lot of ways. And it was really bad for all the, everybody that was on that stage. Um, they, you know, they came armed with their canned one-liners and, uh, and they, and they all come off like, like, and, and then even then, you know, they don't do their one-liners very well. And it's so interesting because mm-hmm. you look at a guy like Trump and Trump is like the opposite of the one-liner guy. He's got great one-liners. But Manny comes up with them on the fly and, you know, he's a guy that gives these sometimes far too long two-hour speeches, but the people in the room are engaged for the entire two hours because he has a vision and he's got a force and he's got, he's, he's he knows what he wants to do and it, it's like he's, you know, with, with a lot of these other candidates, it's like they're playing defense all the time and they're just trying to play it safe. Mm. And, you know, for a guy like you know, the, if there's no, no other lesson we learned from Trump, it, it's that, you know, when when you're negotiating, you have to be willing to walk away from it all. And Trump is one of those guys who, uh, you know, he 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 is not afraid to uh, take those chances and, and uh, gamble everything for what it is that he believes in. And I think that's what I think that's what Republican voters and, and increasingly I think that's what regular vote, you know, not, you know, across the board voters,
2: you know, want to Trump- see in a president. Trump speaks in bold colors, the mm-hmm. others speak in pastels. I mean that's yeah. i somebody said that years ago. I can't remember I think it had it was during the Reagan era, but you see it again I mean you, little snippets of the truth quote unquote from the debaters uh, little snippets, whereas Trump deals with it head on he just slams it. I mean, that's, uh, you know, Trump's always called Biden socialist or communist. OK, I don't think Biden's a communist. I do think he's turned socialist. But nobody, t- I don't think that those words were ever used in that debate. I mean, there was- nobody slammed him, Charlie. You want to see a slam. I mean, this is in the Reagan library. Reagan was a great slammer. OK, and yeah. Trump was a great slammer. These guys, they're like bunters. You know, they they want ground
1: balls to third base. Or just not. Say, Reagan has so many good lines about inflation. All yeah. you had to do was Google, like, Reagan and inflation, and you should have brought that to the Reagan Library, right? But that is the place. <laughs> One of my favorite lines is where Ronald Reagan says, how come when people spend the money, it's inflationary, but when government spends it, it's not, right? Just, yeah. That's a great that, line. Yeah. Yeah. Where was this? Where, yeah. Why weren't they quoting Reagan? It's terrible that they weren't.
2: Yeah, I think that's uh, that's all true. So, Charlie, uh, why have another debate? I mean, what are we going to learn from a third debate? I mean, NBC is going to have it. Uh, when is it? November, December? Um, Trump's already says he's not going to be in the debate. Why would he? Uh, Newt Gingrich yeah. was on our show and he was on Laura Ingram later on saying, you know, let's just ban behind Trump, beat Biden. I mean, I know debates yeah. aren't elections and I know polls aren't votes, but really? I mean, re- we have to suffer through a third debate? Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. And I think at this point, it really is becoming the kind of thing that is it's like their vice presidential debates. Um, and, uh, but I, but I also think that they're not, at, at some point, they're really not actually, uh, illuminating even that all that much because at the end of the day, uh, you know, Trump will pick or whoever the nominee winds up being will pick whoever they, wh- whoever, you know, it, that, that's not necessarily a popularity contest as much as it is. They're gonna, he's gonna make a decision about who it is that helps him. And for all we know, you know, Doug Burgum might be, the best mm-hmm. vice presidential choice mm-hmm. uh, out of the people up there, just because he's a serious guy. He's got a gr- tremendous private background in, in private business. Um, he knows what it's like to hire people and make, and, and actually create jobs because government never creates jobs. <laughs> um, and, you know, he, he understands all of that. And so may, you know, who knows, maybe he wants to, but he's not going to, but Doug Burgum, a very serious dude is not going to get uh, the spotlight. In a, on a debate stage with seven people um, arguing back and forth uh, with their little canned, poorly delivered one-liners.
2: And John Carney, uh, the inflation's not over, and you're looking at a $100 barrel of oil, and you're looking at 4 or $5 a ba- uh, gallon of gas, and the inflation report came out this uh, this week showing that we're going to have high inflation for a while, we're going to have high interest rates for a while, Uh, Actually, none of these candidates really spoke to that point either.
1: That's right. Actually, again, to get back, they were in the Reagan library. Reagan talked about the the difficulty that high interest rates impose upon uh, the American dream, frankly, about people wanting to own a home and how difficult it makes it and how that's caused by inflation running too high. And so we didn't hear that from any of the candidates. I think, by the way, if they have another debate, that Trump's going to win by acclamation, right? How high can they push the polls up? Right? You can't go above 100%, I guess. So, you know, they will get capped out there. But, yeah, no, they should have been talking about affordability. Um, Biden, by the way, a great thing that came out just this week, Biden wants to pour subsidies into home building. You know, not great to just be doing that. But, fine, I understand, you know, homes are unaffordable. But it's only for homes that are going to be Green New Deal homes. Right? So in other words, they're, they're, they're again trying to control the outcome of the housing market to, to advance their agenda rather than looking at the real problem, which is housing affordability in the United States. That's a problem. They're saying, OK, great. We're going to use this crisis to advance our agenda. That would be a great thing for them to have hit home. on. You know, hey, people need homes. The Biden administration will only allow you to get a home if it's going to be a Green New Deal.
2: home And wait, terrible. It's got to be a Green New Deal home with an electric car in the driveway.